Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impacts of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination founded by Bishop Dacuid Mills with over 1,500 branches worldwide. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. Sometimes 
sometimes you feel like you can't go on but if you take up your cross to be in church today don't stop clapping wow it's good to see all of you again are you guys ready to hear a testimony a powerful testimony that will bless you all right so please give it up for our sister Aisha My name is Aisha, I'm in Film Stars, and my testimony is about the favour of God. So last month, I started to apply for graduate jobs, and um, only one company responded back to me, and they instructed me that I need to um, submit a video interview. Now, I had a deadline for this, and the deadline was also the um, last day of my final exam, which was on Friday the 19th of May. So, by the grace of God, I'd done my exam, completed that, and then I quickly rushed to do my um, video interview, but it was an absolute shambles. 
English weren't good. I, I literally only had to answer three questions, but I kept stopping and starting, so I answered all three questions literally 20 times. So by the time that I'd finished and submitted, I submitted about six minutes late, because it was due at one o'clock on Friday. Um, on that following Sunday, Sunday the 21st, I came into church, and as, as we was coming up to the communion, Bishop um, was actually saying a powerful and mighty prayer for us. One of the main things that he actually said was, he asked God to give us victories and to um, give us excellent, um, um, excellent, heavenly father help me. <laughs> I don't want to quote Bishop wrong. Um, excellent, um, um, excellent something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bishop, sorry, forget. <laughs> um, to um, give us excellent substitutes for the things that we have lost and the things that um, we could not manage well. And at that time, I believe that I had lost certain blessings because of my own doing and because of my own hindrance. So I just needed God to really substitute me with, you know, something else and a greater blessing. On that following Monday, Monday the 22nd, I received a phone call and it was from that same company and they said that we loved your video interview. And I thought to myself, these people must be drunk, but, <laughs> but lo and behold, it was the grace and the favour of God working because I saw shambles, I saw nonsense and I was literally thinking, Asha, how dare you submit this? <laughs> but they saw, they saw potential and that's only God. Now, I had the phone interview on that day. The following day, they um, advised me to come in to have a face-to-face -face interview where I had to see the um, directors and mingle with a few of the um, employees. So I put alarms on my phone because I'm always late. Um, so I put alarms, but my alarm did not go off. And I ended up leaving home late. And I only had to literally take one train, but it's from one side to the other. So the journey was like an hour and six minutes. I was in about 10 minutes into my journey and I needed to wee really, really bad. So I was trying to hold it, but by the time that I got to about Westminster, I had to get off and pay 50p to use a public toilet. Anyone that knows me know I don't do public toilets, so from there I was just not impressed. But I got back onto the platform and my train was delayed. I ended up being half an hour late for my interview. And this is no retail job. This is in property, guys. It's serious, serious business. Serious. So, not that you should be late for a retail job, but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I ended up um, getting there about 30 minutes late, but by the grace of God, I was still allowed in and I'd done the whole interview process. On the Wednesday, I went to work. And they called me and they said, congratulations, you have been put through the final round, which is to see the director of the area that you may be working in upon being successful. And on that Wednesday, I found out that my current job is shutting down and everyone's being made redundant, broke, no money, no job. And none of us are getting redundancy money because you have to be there for about two years plus and no one has been there for two years plus. So I thought, okay, God is working, God is working. The following Wednesday, Wednesday the 31st, I went to the final stage interview. I met with the director. By the grace of God, I'm standing here today and I've got the job and I was successful. Yep. <laughs> and I just, I just really, really want to encourage you to believe in and hold on to the prayers of Bishop Richard because I genuinely relate what has happened to me because of that prayer because I knew that I needed something and I believed it and now everyone else in my work on the 19th of June 
that is the last day, no more job, but me on the 19th of June, I'm starting my new career. So thank you. Wow. Amen. I hope you're, you are encouraged by that testimony. Amen. That whenever a door is closed, God will open another door for you. Amen. Well, you're about to hear something that will tingle your ears. Amen. So I want you to clap your hands and welcome our violin star.
ready. How many of you are coming back next week to hear some? No problem. Well, are you ready for more? Ask your neighbor, do you want some more? Did they say yes? I want you to clap your hands and welcome our sister Marcella. God's 
anointed, so be careful, careful, careful. Do not be tempted by her beauty. Do not be drawn away by her beauty. She hunts for the precious life. Child of God, listen to the word of the Lord that will save you from the stranger woman. Oh, yeah, one more dead man, many mighty men has she slain. Oh, yeah, her name is Sheila. Strange woman, avoid her at all costs, or you will pay. Anointed, so be careful, 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 careful. Sheila, strange woman, avoid her at all costs, or you will pay the price. Sheila, hunting for the life of God's anointed, so be careful, careful, careful. Sister, sister, gonna be a man of God. 
I'm gonna serve the Lord Come with me and marry me As I seek the Lord Marry me, give me a chance And it will work, it will work Yeah, yeah It's gonna be a good life as we serve the Lord together He will take care of us It will be well with us It's gonna be a good life As we serve the Lord together Oh, it will be well with us we have a future as we serve the Lord It will be well with us We have a future as we serve the Lord oh, oh, oh. Sister, sister, sister Don't listen to your friends that criticizing me It's only jealousy Oh, oh Sister, sister, sister Please listen to your God Follow the Spirit And He will lead you And you will be blessed Don't judge me by what people say But look inside Oh, oh, look deeper See my heart for God My faith in God, faith in God Yes, it's gonna be a good life As we serve the Lord Together Oh, oh, He will take care of us it will be well with us Oh, oh, it's gonna be a good life As we serve the Lord together He will take care of us We have a future As we serve the Lord He will take care of us We have a future as we serve the Lord Whoa. Oh. Sister, sister, sister Don't be afraid to say yes Oh, I know I may not have much I don't come from a rich family Oh, no, sister Sister, fear not, only believe And He will lead us And He will guide us And we will be blessed Oh, come with me And marry me As I seek the Lord Oh, oh Give me a chance And it will work, it will work 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a good life as we serve the Lord together. He will take care of us. It will be well with us. Oh, oh, oh. It's gonna be a good life as we serve the Lord together. It will be well with us. We have a future as we serve the Lord. It will be well with us. We have a future as we serve the Lord. It's gonna be a good life as we serve the Lord together. It will be well with us. Yes, it will. He will take care of us I know, I know, I know we will It's gonna be a good life As we serve the Lord together It will be well with us We have a future As we serve the Lord oh, He will take care of us We have a future as we serve the Lord He will take care of us We have a future As we serve the He 
youth would come to me I really wanted to marry a really nice guy You're nice, so nice, so nice I thought he was the one But the word of God is always right Always right Light and darkness they cannot mix at all Kobe G was so exciting But he was not A Christian, a genuine Christian My pastor said to me The word of God is true What has light got to do with darkness? And then he said to me your body is a temple You can't just give yourself to boys like Kobe G Kobe G, he promised me Another girl, he promised to marry them too But he lied to all of us Kobe G, he promised me Another girl, he promised to You love, you will 
is a day that the Lord has made And I'm so glad He made you With each passing sun You are here by my side You are more than a dream come true Oh, to have you, to hold you To love you, to pray to share with, to care with, to hold hands and say This is the day that the Lord has made I will rejoice, I will rejoice, I will rejoice with you This is the love that the Lord has made You and I, we are one Love's mystery is unfolding today Written for us in the sun For better, for worse, for richer, for poor each day that passes, I love you more. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice. I will rejoice. I will rejoice with you. This is the day. I just want to talk about how it's gonna be Jesus, you and me in eternity The winner takes the crown Those who run the race Those who trust in Him those who do his will 
about the crowns we're gonna wear when we finish here and we get up there I just wanna share about the crown of righteousness he gives to everyone who looks for his return the winner takes it all those who overcome who walk the streets of God in glory victory so will you just want to share about the crown of righteousness he gives to everyone who looks for his return I want to give my all and strive to wear that blessed crown it is a great reward by our Lord and King The winner takes it all Those who overcome Who walk the streets of gold In glory victory So will you overcome All the tests and trials Will you let In that beautiful mansion A mansion built for you By your Lord and King You must wear your crown Overcome temptation And you will wear a crown A crown forevermore The winner takes those who overcome, who walk the streets of God in glory victory. So will you overcome all the tests and trials? Will you lay aside all the sin and wait? The winner takes it all.
wow, wow. We are already too blessed. Amen. But tell your neighbor, it's time for the word. No, no, tell them better. It's time for the word. I want you to stand up with excitement in your heart. Joy of the Lord. And welcome our pastor, Bishop Richard Ayi. Wow. Hallelujah. Are you not blessed? That's someone's father running with a microphone for me, you know. Did you know that? You should also become a daddy. And a mommy. And a pastor. And a lady pastor. Wow. Okay, let us pray. Father, we want to thank you this afternoon. Thank you for your great blessing and your great mercies. Thank you for your goodness towards us. Thank you for your kindness towards us. And thank you for your mercies towards us, Lord. Let your will be done in this service. We ask for your blessing. We ask for understanding. Thank you that we are blessed to be here, Lord. Thank you for your blessing on this service already. Thank you that we are blessed, Lord. Thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit that is here with us. I give you praise and I give you all the thanks, Father. In Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving. And the saints of God will say, Amen. Amen. Say a good amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Take your seats. And I'm sure we are happy to be in church. I think we've been blessed already. Did you enjoy that song ministration? I think the songs have preached to us. Were you listening to the words as well? Or you were just dancing? Because the power is in the words. So you have to pay attention to the words. So that you never become a strange woman. Okay. You will never be a strange woman. You will never be the reason why somebody can't serve God again. You will never be the one who siphons someone's calling and someone's ministry. Hey, you will never be that girl. Are you planning to be that girl? You'll never be that girl. And if you've already been, God has forgiven you and delivered you. Our verse today said that upon Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance. Mount Zion is the church of God. The Bible says that we are on the mount where we are today is Zion. So we are on Mount Zion. So all your struggles in the world ends because you have joined First Love Church. Amen. So on Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance. There's deliverance. There's deliverance here. And there shall be holiness. You have become a holy child. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Upon Mount Zion. You should understand the verse upon Mount Zion. That's where we are. That's where we are. The Bible tells us where we are is Mount Zion. We are on that mountain. We are not on the mountain where there was judgment and condemnation and burning of fire and of killing. We are on the mountain where there is deliverance. Where you have come to, there shall be deliverance here. You'll be delivered from every problem that you've ever had. Every situation that has risen up against you upon Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance. Do not expect that problem to be recurring in your life. 
because you are here, it is over. Amen. Upon Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance. Upon Mount Zion, upon Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance. Where you have come, there is deliverance. Amen. This marks the end of every struggle Amen. and every difficulty. And every recurring problem, problems that recurs, it has ended because you're on Mount Zion. Never forget Obadiah 17. Obadiah 17. Never, Obadiah just has one chapter. So never forget Obadiah 17. Never forget it. Upon Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance. Look, look, at, look at Hebrews. Hebrews. I feel today we are blessed already. Are we blessed? Yeah. Hebrews chapter 12. Verse 18 says that. For you, you are not come unto the mount that might be torched and that burned with fire. Nor unto blackness and darkness and tempest and the sound of a trumpet and the voice of words. Which voice they that had entreated that the word should not be spoken to them anymore. Verse 22. But you are come unto Mount Zion and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. This is where you are. And to an innumerable company of angels. There are angels all around you. To the general assembly and church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God, the judge of all, and to the spirits of just men made perfect. This is where you are. This is the description of where you are. You've come to Mount Zion. So that's what Obadiah in his prophecy was summarizing, so that you, upon Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance. Where you have come, it's not compared to the earlier one. There's a mountain that is touched, that burns with fire, where there's judgment. Where there's condemnation, where your end is. No, that is not where you are. Where you have come, where you have come. There are angels all around you. Angels, and then the spirits of just men made perfect. That's, that's how come when you are here, you can catch anointings. You can catch anointed, anointings and spirits and graces that are on just men. Just men, fathers that have gone ahead of us, fathers that are in front of us, fathers that we can see, the spirits of just men made perfect. Their anointings and the manifestation of the grace that is on their life. That's, that's the atmosphere that you are in. You are in the atmosphere of anointings and mantles of just men. Just men. Just men. And then also to the God, to God, the judge of all. And then to the church of the firstborn. That is the church of Christ. That's why we believe in Jesus here. That is where you are. And then, and then, what's verse 22? And then, the heavenly Jerusalem, and then the innumerable company of angels. You can't even count the number of angels that are around. You are safe. Amen. I said, you are safe. Amen. And the angels will be traveling with you to and fro. Amen. To and fro. To and fro. They shall order your steps. Amen. That's, your, that's, your, that, that's why Obadiah 17 is saying that upon Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance. Expect deliverance. Amen. Expect deliverance. God shall give you deliverance. Amen. 
and there shall be holiness. You that has never been holy, you have you shall be holy. Amen. You shall look at yourself and say, Hey, look at me. I feel so holy. I feel so pure. I feel so good. God will help you. Amen. You are a holy child. Amen. I'm telling you, holy seller. Holy seller. Shall be holy. There shall be holiness. Expect holiness. What is it? There shall be ice cream in a service. When you come, there will be, you see ice cream there. Say, upon Mount Zion, there shall be holiness. So expect holiness and receive holiness and live as a holy person and know that there are angels all around. Angels. Don't you like that one? Angels. Angels. Plenty angels. Angels all around. Upon Mount, are you understand why I say upon Mount Zion there shall be deliverance? It's because of Hebrews 12 wow. upon Mount Zion. Or Hebrews 12 is because of Obadiah 17. Wow. Wow. Upon Mount Zion. Wow. There shall you where you have come to is called Mount Zion. That's where you are. When you are looking for your coordinates, your location, when the GPS is looking for you, you are looking for yourself on Google Maps. You'll be found on Mount Zion. That's where you are, Mount Zion. So that your address is Mount Zion. You should change your address from there. Say, where, where, where are you? Say, I'm on Mount Zion. I'm on Mount Zion with angels and the spirits of just men. Anointings and mantles are flying in the air. Wow. What a blessing. Wouldn't you like to stay in such a place? You better stay in the church. It's called Mount Zion. You see the church called First Love Church, but it is Mount Zion. It's a spiritual location. Mount Zion. Anyway, today we want to talk about soul winning, isn't it? Are you not blessed to be in church? So today is soul winning, soul winning season. We've entered into the soul winning season. We've always been winning souls, but we're going to be talking about soul winning for some weeks. Okay, soul winning. I don't, I don't know what the title of the message, but it's about soul winning. So I'll be talking to you about soul winning. That's what I'll be talking to you about. Soul winning, soul winning, soul winning. Whichever angle we come from, it shall be soul winning. Because every Christian ought to be a soul winner. Every Christian. Include the person, the person who came to church for the first time today. You have been converted into a soul winner. You are, you are a soul winner. Somebody who wins souls. Somebody who wins souls. Somebody who wins souls. Souls. What does Proverbs 11 and verse 30 say? It says that the fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. And he that winneth souls is wise. You have become a wise person from today. He that winneth souls is wise. So this this, this is why we're, we're talking about soul winning. Because we want to be wise. Don't you want to be wise? You're going to be wise because you're becoming a soul winner. I think my sound is changing. You're going to be wise because you are becoming a soul winner. Somebody who wins souls. You know, winning a soul is different from uh, making friends with somebody. And then it's, also, it's, it's, even, it's even different from, it's even different from invitations. Invitations to church is fine and it's nice and it's okay. But we are talking about winning souls. That is converting converting conversions that someone has been converted is it the reason why the reason why sometimes 
You see somebody in church today, you don't see him again. You invite somebody, he comes once, comes twice, then he's gone. It's because the person has not been converted. The person is a visitor. The person hasn't been converted. You see, when, when, when someone is adopted, um, adopted, adopted, into a, fa- a family adopts you, they take you on. It's like, that, that's, that's like a type of conversion. It's like now you are part of us. You are given a name. You are given a name. You are, I mean, you are given them both legally. Everything, everything changes about you. Yeah. It's not just, it's not, it's different from you are being invited for dinner. Yeah. When you're invited for dinner, you go and eat and then maybe you'll be asked that you can, you can sleep over, sleep over for a day and then um, you go home the following day. It's like, it's like, it's like you can go. You, ha- you, ha- you have to go because you are not welcome here. But when you have been adopted, that is, you've been, you've been um, accepted legally. Everything about you has changed. It's like we are changing everything about you. Now you are part of this family. It's a different thing. And that when we talk about soul winning, that's what we are talking about. I, I, I pray that we will raise our game and really become soul winners. Soul winners. Not, not casual invitations. Not casual, but we will become dead serious in our faith. And understand our faith. And believe in what we believe in. That when we are dealing with people, we know that we are, we are telling people that become a Christian. Become a Christian, not visit a church. You see, when, when, you see, you can visit a church for 70 years and you are not a Christian. And it's not, it's not deeply enshrined in your heart. There's no change in your heart. You see, the, the scripture says in uh, Romans 10, Romans 10 verse 9, it says that thou shalt confess with thy mouth and shalt believe in thine heart. You see, Becoming converted is a, it's an issue of the heart. That the heart has changed, the heart has converted. It's, it's, it's going to, you see, as someone who is a Christian, someone who is converted, it's going to take, it's going to take hell. And even that, it is virtually impossible to tell the person not to believe again. But see, when you are not fully converted, you, you don't have deep roots. That's so you can meet, you can meet this kind of um, bearded guys in Peckham. And they just tell you, they just tell you a story without a verse. And that is where you get you get caught up, you get caught up in debates. Is Jesus black or white? Is Jesus, I mean, is Jesus this? Is Jesus that? I mean. Look, the, the scripture, you see, your roots are getting deeper. Amen. When your roots are deep, somebody asks you such a question. Is Jesus white or black? Is Jesus purple or brown? Is Jesus this? Did, uh, uh, do you have to go to church? Do you not have to go? You see, when people start asking you these stupid questions, with all due respect, but it's stupid. There's, the what? Who was Abel's wife? This kind of. You see, let me tell you what the, the Bible says that the Bible says that foolish and unlearned questions avoid. That's what the Bible says. There are some questions that are foolish. 
And the person who is asking those questions is an agent of Satan. You see, you judge, you judge all things by the fruits and by the, by the result. When a question, a debate is thrown at you, that takes you out of your faith. That's an agent, that's an agent of Satan at work. So the Bible says that foolish and unlearned questions avoid. Avoid those questions. Knowing that they just create strife. Fights. You'll be arguing, swearing, shouting. I mean, it's like it's like it's such a waste of time. But you see, your roots has to be in the Bible. You have to know 2 Timothy 2:23. You have to know it. So when a foolish question is thrown, you have no this question is a foolish question. Whether Jesus was brown, pink, white, purple, what has he got to do with my salvation? At the end of the day, he shed his blood for me. Did a black person shed his blood? Did a white shed his blood? Did a purple, what color is he? He shed his blood. That's what they, He shed his blood for my sins. Whatever color he is, it doesn't matter. He shed his blood for my sins. So if we are now, we've now left the issue of salvation and we are debating on what color was he. It's like, depending on the color, then I'll be saved. Then you are lost. Then you are lost. Then you haven't understood what you claim to believe in. But understanding shall be with you. Because they're foolish. They are, and they are foolish questions. They are. I don't answer foolish questions. At all. At all. At all. I have some answers when you ask me foolish questions. I don't want to tell you. Otherwise, you, 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 you see that, you see that I've, I've given you some responses like that before. I mean, not all of you, some. But I have, I have, resp- I have my responses. It's usually not silence. I have some that I say. I'll say something. It's because what you're asking is a foolish question. Silence just sometimes means I haven't had time to re- reply. Or it's not urgent. Or it's something, more often than not, it means don't worry. Yeah, don't, let's, let's not even discuss it. Don't worry. Yeah, you'll be okay. Yeah. But the foolish questions, I have an answer that I give. That one is because it's a foolish question. It's a foolish, what you're asking is a foolish question. An unlearned question. And it's going to lead into problems. So I have something I say. There's a word that I use. I have about two words that I use. Next time you receive a one-word response, I'm sure you'll be thinking, is it a foolish question? Probably it's a foolish question. <laughs> Probably. Probably it's a foolish question. Are you there? So, he that, Proverbs 11 verse 30 again, he that winneth souls is wise. He that winneth souls is wise. Let me give, let me give you your vision. Your vision, your vision for this summer. When does when summer end? September. September 30th. Okay, so we're in June. Today is what? 11th June. 11th June. So this is 11th June. Whose birthday is today? All right. A lot of people were born in June. How come? What, what happened? What's nine months before June? September. So that was the end of summer holiday. Okay. (laughs) 
Usually there are more children born in September because of Christmas. No, there's nothing about November. <laughs> I'm giving you a vision. Listen to me. <laughs> Aisha, was the problem? There's happiness. Okay. No, listen, listen. From today. From today till September 30th. Upon Mount Zion there shall be deliverance. Everybody here is going to win your vision. I'm giving you a target. We're going to win 10 souls for Christ. 10. Is it doable? 10. Not, not invite 10 people to church. That, you see, you're, what you're going to do, you're, you're going to lease roles. So, the more converts you have, because they will sit by you. You have to tell your people who sit by you, you know what, I'm, I have new souls. Yoli, do you understand? So, you have to tell them, because you have to come with your souls early. When they can say, no, these people are my souls, not um, anybody. These, these are my souls. You can't take them anywhere. I have to, I have to be with them. God is ordaining you to be a shepherd. Amen. The shepherd and the soul winner. You're going to be sitting with your soul. You're going to be piling them next to you. Ten. No, no, no visitors. No visitors. Converts. People who will continue coming. They will come and continue coming and be in the church. Ten. It's, it's going to be proof to you that you are a wise person. You're a wise person. You've been wise. And you are going to be wise. So, so that's our vision. That's what I'm sharing with you about soul winning. That's our vision. That's the vision. That every member, every member from now till September, how many souls? Ten. 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 How many of you think it's doable? doable? To win ten souls for Jesus. Is it too much to ask? No. Ten souls for Jesus. Ten souls for Jesus Christ. Ten souls. Ten souls for Jesus Christ. Ten souls for him. Those are talking, I'm talking about conversion. I mean, that the person is converted. Not that not the person has become your friend. It is so far if we understand salvation, even some of the friends we have will change them. We'll change them. But it's, it's, the, it's the lack of understanding. I don't blame. It's the lack of understanding and the lack of roots that makes you feel that it's like it's okay to have an unbeliever. The only message that Christian has for an unbeliever is conversion of his souls. It's like you must be saved. You've got to be saved. There's nothing else. There's nothing else. You've got to be saved. You must be saved. There's nothing to discuss. There's nothing to talk about. But you see, unfortunately, unfortunately, a certain evil gospel went by, or message, it wasn't even a gospel, a message, went by that feels as though when you have new shoes, then God is with you. When you have a nice car, then God is with you. When you, have, when, you have, when you have a husband, then it's like you are blessed. In some places, they call it breakthrough. It's like my breakthrough has come because I have a husband. But, but you know, some of those things, some of those relationships, if you read your Bible, it's actually taking you to hell. 
But because you don't believe in heaven and hell, you feel heaven, you feel heaven is a car, the house, a boy, a girl, money. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like this, is what, this is what we live for as Christians. But that's not what we live for. Those are side effects of serving God. Side effects. It's not, it's not the main thing. The main thing is still winning of souls. That's still the main thing. The main thing, you see, soon, soon we should be talking amongst ourselves. How many souls do you have? How many souls do you have? How many souls have you led to the Lord? How many souls have you led to the Lord? Not do you have a beloved. That's an, it's, a, it's a nice thing. Don't, 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 take, don't get me wrong. It's a nice thing. We'll, we'll have weddings. That's what weddings. We'll have plenty. I'm looking for a day where every Saturday I have a wedding that I'm officiating. It shall happen and yours shall be one. You shall be one of them. I shall be doing wedding hopping. From wedding to wedding. That's why you have to make friends so that people can attend yours. Because the ladies, the ladies especially at the point, their dresses get finished. So they don't like attending a lot of weddings. So they only attend one or two. Because they can't be wearing the same dress to every wedding. <laughs> so you have to form your own colony in the church. So on your wedding day, they will come. Your colony will come. They will arrive. If you are in dancing stars, be in dancing stars properly. So on your wedding day, all the dancers will arrive. You don't have anybody at all. You can see. It's like this. At least you have this. Your picture will be nice. Yes. And they are, and they are the lifeless spot in the church. So there will be a lot of excitement and dancing at the wedding. You want your wedding to be happy? Join these people. They dance easily. You want your wedding to be serious? <laughs> Join the pastors. Upon Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance. That shall be your portion. So, we're going to save 10 souls. 10. Starting from next Sunday. You're going to pile up. You you will not lose any. You pile up. You'll be counting. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. This is my 10th soul. I have 10 souls. 10. There are a lot of free souls walking. Anytime you hear the death of someone especially some of these um, horror attacks and things, you should ask yourself, where have they gone? Heaven or hell? Have they gone? You should ask yourself, what are the Christians doing? What are they doing? Some are killing them. What are, what are we doing? You should be rich. Instead of spending all your time condemning, talking about someone's madness or someone's whatever, rather, let's move fast and save some. Let's save. Let them be saved. Let them be saved. Are you in church? Yes. Yeah. To save many, many souls must be saved. And many souls shall be saved. Amen. Yeah. Upon Mount Zion. 
there shall be deliverance. And there will be holiness. Amen. You're a holy child. Amen. You're a holy child. Anyway, give me, give me my Proverbs 11.30. Somebody keeps changing my verse. He that winneth souls is wise. So we are moving to the conversion of souls. That souls are converted to Christianity. Not just coming around and just sitting there. We might, we need, you need roots, deeper roots, explaining that, you know, I'm not just saying that come to church. Give your life to Christ. Give your life to Christ. Afterwards, we go to church. You must be, you must be, that's what Jesus he said, you must be born again. You must be born again. You have to be born again. You have to be born again. John chapter 3. Let's read John chapter 3. There was a, there was a man of the Pharisees named uh, Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Can can you see how quickly Jesus changed the subject? As you are coming to praise him, to say, he says, no, you know, let me tell you something, for sure, very, very, it's like for sure, for sure, certainly, certainly, Definitely of a certainty, except is I'm saying to you, except a man be born again. You see, this must be your message, except you are born again. You are out of the kingdom of God. Not, not, when, not when you have offerings or you have money. You see, don't be cheap. Don't let people impress you with wealth. You see, you, you can have wealth and die. And do you believe do you people believe in heaven and hell? And leave it and go to hell. We are not impressed by these things. What impresses us is salvation. 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 Except a man be born again. Born again. He cannot see the kingdom of God. Verse 4. Nicodemus. And therefore, you shouldn't be shy about using the word born again. You have to use such words, born again and saved. Are you saved? Are you born again? These these are the terminologies. Not do you go to church. Not do you go to church. Are you born again? So that you'll be able to explain what it means to be born again. (laughs) Are you born again? Are you saved? Saved from what? Save from hell. Save from hell. <laughs> are you born again? Now, are you a new person or you are still the old person? Because it's very easy to be, to be in a church and still be the old person. Let's not discuss people's problems and people's feelings. But you see, you're in church, but you're, you're, the behavior is like the person is like an unbeliever. everything that unbelievers do. That's what begs for the question. Are you saved? Are you born again? Are you born again? Are you born again? If you are born again, it means that you must be a new person. 
Nicodemus said unto him, how can, I mean, how can a man, what a, it's, what a ridiculous question. How can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? What ridiculous question are you asking? This is your chance to preach. This is a chance. The stage is being set. When the people are asking you the question, don't chicken out. They are setting up the stage. They are preparing a stage, fixing the speakers and the, and the microphones for you to speak. Don't be put off when someone says, what a ridiculous, you, you people are funny. You people, you, just, just relax. Let them finish talking. Because every comment, every sarcastic ridicule that comes out is a stage that is being prepared for you to preach the gospel of salvation. Never be afraid. Never checking out. Never think you are stupid or you are silly. Jesus was asked. Jesus could have felt silly. What do you mean? What do you mean? Born again? How can a man? How can a man go? A man go into his mother's womb? Do you know the womb? Do you know how to get into the womb? When you are getting into the, you get into the womb as a fluid, fluid, liquid. Liquid. When the child is coming out, the child that comes out, the head is very soft. When it comes out, you see the shape of the head. It's like a um, pie. You see, there are different shapes of heads in, around. So when he's asking that this head, this head, this hard head, how can how can it how can it go there? When they are, they are checking, when they are checking, when a lady is in is in labor, they are checking. There's a certain uh, uh, what do you call it dilation that they look for, eight centimeters, yeah, up to ten, up to ten. Then you are ready to live up to ten. So when you start, it's like, no, you're not ready. You're not ready. That's why they start warning you. Don't push. Don't try anything. You can't. You need a certain up to 10 centimeters. Then they say, okay, now we are ready. Some of the comments you hear the midwife say is that we've got the head. We've got the head. It means, means that we can see the head. When you look, you can actually see the hair of the child. You see the hair of the child like that. Yes. Crown. You see the crown of the head like that. It's right there. Sitting there, ready to come. And then when they say, because the mother has been in distress and labor for a long time, she could be eager to push. So when they say, we, we've got ahead, they'll say, but don't push. They'll tell that, we, 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 wait. They see them putting on their glass. Then they have a way of sitting on, they, they'll sit on the bed next to you like this. Next to you like this. Put their hand there and start helping you. They'll say, they now push. They'll say, stop. Then it's, it's a gentle to work. Turn the child gently. They say, push. When we have one more push, they push. They say, Wait, hold on. Don't push. They say, the mother will say, I feel like pushing. I want to push. I said, no, don't. Do not do it. Then you say, gently, like that, before it comes out. So you say, how? I mean, how can a grown-up look at me? Going back into my mother's womb the same way that I got that going like this, mommy. I'll kill her, I'll kill her, she'll die. Look at this head. 
knock it and see. Look. Ah, I mean, it's hard. So already by this time, Jesus could have stopped preaching. Because what he said is so ridiculous. How can you be born again? You see, but you see, but you see this is a natural man. That's it. Don't be afraid of natural men, natural reason, natural debates, common sense arguments, foolish questions. Don't, don't be, never be intimidated by them. Don't be intimidated by them. Because that is not what you are talking about. When you say born again, you are not saying go back. You are not saying anything as ridiculous as that. <laughs> Verse 5. Jesus answered. <laughs> Clap for Jesus. <laughs> Jesus answered and said, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom. I, I mean, you, you think I would say that he should go back into the womb. What, what, who can go back into a womb? So in the first place, that's not even what I'm talking about. So since you don't understand, let me, ex- I'm, t- I'm saying to you that except you are born of water and the spirit, you cannot enter. Usually water signifies the word of God. That there's a conversion based on scripture. And then of the spirit. That now you are spiritually a new man. (laughs) No, you are still the same old person. Same old wicked, callous, evil person. Full of wickedness. Full of sins. Full of evil imaginations. Because when you are converted, when you are converted, your ways change. You used to be a destroyer of homes. Now you don't destroy homes again. When you see, when you see somebody's husband, you say, hands off. Hands off. But you used to be an expert. You used to have the ministry of taking him down. But now that you are born of the spirit, it's like, No. No, because the spirit of the unsaved man is wicked. It's wicked. It's, you, don't, you, don't, you don't even know how you learned it and how you became that. You are like a serial, serial evil person. But you see that after salvation, it's like even you've lost, you've lost appetite for that thing. You don't have appetite for it. Something you were good at, but you have changed. That's what some of your mothers, they laugh at you. Because they, they, what you do, they've done it before. It's just that, you know, we've grown out of these things. We are saved. So as you're coming, you, you are with your little, little ways. It's like, it's funny. Well, what are you doing? What are you doing? We, we've been there. We've been there. They even wonder, church girl, look at what you are doing. We were unreal unbelievers. <laughs> Real unbelievers. We're not going to church at all. It's that like you are even in a more dangerous state. Because you are, not, you are in church and look at what you are combined. He said, we, we didn't used to go to church. You, you are in church. Look at what you are doing. It's that like you don't even understand salvation. But from today, you are understanding salvation. Yeah. Verse 6, quickly, verse 6. That which, 
Then Jesus makes a statement. I need to remember John 3, 6. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. When you were born, when you were born, when you were born, and they were naming you, writing the, 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 the fill in what? Birth certificate or whatever. Writing your name. They, they wrote Marcella Christiana McLean. Born on 11th June. 2017. They wrote it there. That was, that was, that was this lady born of the flesh. She was flesh. She was giving her father's name, McLean. Her father named her Marcella Christiana. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. She was born, she was born um, to Jamaican parents in wherever, 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 wherever. That is who she is. You, you can't take that from her. You can't take that from her. She's Jamaican. She has a Jamaican name. She has Jamaican blood, Jamaican shape, Jamaican smile, Jamaican hair, Jamaican voice. She cooks Jamaican food. I mean, you see, that, you see that's the flesh. That's the flesh. That's the flesh. Because you can, you, can tell from, you can tell from people's figure, you can almost guess where they are from. You can almost guess. Because it's the flesh. That's where, that's where the person is from. Do you understand? That which is, I'm explaining to you, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. I was dedicated on the 9th of January, 1904. Um, 1904, 1904. On that certificate, Methodist Church Baptismal Certificate, is written Richard Isaac I. That which is born of the flesh. There's, there's no pastor on. There's no reverend on. There's no bishop on. There's nothing. It's, it's just, it just says, born to these parents. And my father's name is there. My mother's name is there. That's all. It's like that which is born of the flesh is flesh. He is flesh. Everything, all the attributes of the flesh goes with it and it ends there. It has nothing to do with Christianity. It has nothing to do with your faith. It has nothing to do with heaven. Baptism doesn't mean you are going to heaven. What did I know? I mean, that, yeah, they accounted. That, that certificate, when I saw it, I counted. I was born in November the previous year and I was baptized uh, in, in January. How many months is that? Two, barely two months old. I was born on 21st November. I was baptized 6th, 6th, that's a 6th or 9th? 9th. I was baptized 9th, I think it was 6th, 6th of January. I'm not even two months old. Water has been sprinkled on my face and my head. Finished. I didn't even understand. It, guys, that is not conversion. That's not conversion. So that's why Jesus said, the, as the guy is laughing, how can you go back into your mother's womb and be saved? Jesus is saying that what is born of the flesh is flesh. So we are no longer discussing flesh, birth. Now we are discussing that which is born of the spirit. Of the spirit is spirit. So now we are discussing the birth of the spirit. Which goes with repentance from sin. And accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And making that confession. So it's no longer flesh. 
It's no longer where you were born, who are your parents, what do you look like, what is your shape like, what food do you eat. I mean, even the foods that you eat, some of you, the foods that you eat with your, with your um, British accent, the foods that you eat, matoke, uh, yam, um, banku, fried plantain, with your British accent, red oil, peanut butter soup, you can hear them. What? Eba soup. Rice balls. Look at somebody rice balls. Even, even, the, even the way she said, rice balls, rice balls, rice balls, rice balls. Come and look at her face. Rice balls. All the things that go with the state of the flesh is still flesh. Whether you're born to a rich home, poor home, whatever, fantastic home, not so fantastic home, it's the flesh. It's the flesh. So Jesus, Jesus is differentiating between the two. Because before you realize you are using fleshly attributes to determine whether somebody is saved or not. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit. So now let's talk about the spiritual birth. The birth of the spirit. Is your spirit renewed? Because regardless of your accent, educational background, whatever background, the sins are the same. The wickedness is the same. The evil, it's, it's like you are born here. This one was born in Jamaica. This one was born in Trinidad. This one was born in Uganda. This one was born in Kenya. This one was born in Ghana, Nigeria, uh, uh, Barbados. And then we've all met in London. But you see, you all have the same sins. You've all done the same things. You've all lied. You've all stolen. You've all cheated. You've all fornicated. Because the flesh is flesh. So now let's discuss the birth of the spirit. That's what Jesus said. That what leads to it. That what is that we say what I'm talking about. That you must be born again. You must be born again. It's not about you going into your mother's womb, but rather spiritual birth. Born again, saved, salvation is about the birth of the spirit. So there's a flesh birth and then you have, you need to be born again. And that one is no longer a flesh one, but it's a spirit one. And when someone is born after the spirit, when you, ex- you experience the spiritual birth, you're a new man. You're a different person. You're a different person. That's why you see, you are Chinese, you are Indian, you are English, you are Jamaican, you are Ghanaian, you are Nigerian, you are from Bermuda, wherever you are, as soon as you are born again, your ways become the same. You all, you, when you have to, you all speak in tongues. You all read your Bible. You all go to church. You all sing to God. You all dance. Because now you are all born of the Spirit. You are born of the Spirit. That is, that is born again. Born again. You must be born again. 
you have to be born again. Anybody who is not born again needs to be born again. And it's not going to, it's not, it's not about being a member of a church. No, 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 no. It's not about being, being a member of a church. Being a member of a church is a result of being born again. But there are people who are in the church, but we are not sure. It's been a while now. It's been a while now. So you need to be born again. Otherwise, otherwise you're in danger. You're in danger of hell. You're in danger of hell. H-E-L-L. Hell. Not L. Hell. <laughs> yeah. You're in danger of hell. If you're not born again, you're in danger of hell. If you've never given your life to Christ to be saved for salvation, that you are saved. You've never believed in Jesus, confessed him as your Lord and Savior, then you are in danger of it. Hell, hell is fire. That's where there's fire. Fire that is not quenched. Wow. Verse 7. Let's finish reading through the verses. Marvel not I say unto thee. That is, marvel is surprise. Surprise amazed. It's like, don't be surprised that I said you have to be born again. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. Even if you're a good guy, don't be surprised. You see, again, we use, we use, we use the flesh, fleshy attributes. Kindness. Kindness. Gentleness. Charitable, charitable. All these, all these unsaved celebrities, when they come on these shows and things and they women, they say, what are you going to do? I'm giving it to a charity of cancer because my mother died of, or died of throat cancer 17 years ago. So since then, I feel like I must be, I must support, uh, I must support, um, um, uh, um, cancer issues. That's being, that's being charitable. You can't trade your soul for charitable offerings and actions. You can't trade your soul for that. There's, there's, there's something more important to you than your rent, than a car, than your, your, your um, tuition fees and your balance you have on your credit card. You just miss and say, oh, I'll, pay, I'll pay your balance for you. I'll pay your rent for two years. Then you trade Christianity, salvation, your soul. Goodness gracious. Help me, God. Help me. You trade your soul for a charitable act. If you had asked me, I would have paid your rent for you for free. For free. Maybe the only thing I'll tell you is that join greater love. Sing. I would rather tell that just sing for Jesus. Or join dancing stars and dance for them. Than to trade your soul for rent. For stratum rent. And hackney rent. And sell yourself into sexual sins. 
which, which, is, which is not my standard. It's the Bible standard. That you sell yourself to these things and end up in hell. Yes. Are you understand? I'm trying to, exp- I'm trying to explain salvation and Christianity to you. So next time you're talking to somebody, it's not, it's not like, it's not one of those light jokes and light things. Oh, you can come. You just, just visit us once. No visit us once. What if the person dies the following day? It's not a one-off visit. It's a conversion of your soul. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. So the person can be kind, but the, the question still stands. Are you born again? Are you born again? Are you, not do you believe in God. Hi. Not do you believe in God. Some of the gods are not our God. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Some of the gods are not our God. It's not that we don't serve the same God at all. There was Ishmael and there was Isaac, but Isaac was the promised child. Not we are all sons of Abraham. We're all sons of Abraham, but Isaac was the promised child. Read your Bible. Just read your Bible. Because you don't read it, that's why you, you get sucked in by that which is born of the flesh. Kindness. Verse 8. I need to finish, okay? Verse 8. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell where, where, whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. You see, after you are born again, we can't even tell how you, how you turn out. Before you are a pastor, before you are an apostle, before you are a teacher, before you are an evangelist, before you are, an, you are a missionary. We can't, we can't tell what God can use with you, what God can do through you, what God will use you for. We can't tell, we can't predict. That is how, you see, but from the flesh, we can tell he's studying engineering. Okay, we can tell he was good in these subjects. So therefore, he's on these lines. He's even like a science person or humanities or whatever. We can tell what the person, but this one we can't tell. We can't tell. You can't write anybody off. Here could be great apostles and great evangelists. You can't tell. You can't tell. You can't tell. You can't tell. Many years ago, I was in church. I was just sitting there, somewhere there in the middle. I used to sit somewhere there. In the, I was just sitting there as an ordinary church member. There in the middle. You, could, you can't tell. But I was born again. That is somebody who is born of the spirit. You can't tell which way he will go. Will he be, will he be a pastor in London? Will he be a pastor in the US? Will he be a pastor in Nigeria? Will he be a pastor in Uganda? Will he be a, you can't tell where he will go. That is someone who is born of the spirit. Verse 9, Nicodemus answered and said unto him, how can these things be? (laughs) Now he's become calm. He stopped laughing. (laughs) Jesus answered and said unto him, are thou a master of Israel and knowest not these things? Now Jesus is the one laughing. (laughs) He's like, you say you know all this. Didn't you know about this one? Didn't you know about this one? Verse 11, very, very I say unto thee, we speak that we do know and testify that we have seen and, and, ye, and ye receive not our witness. Verse 12. If I have told you earthly things and ye believe not, how shall ye believe if I tell you heavenly things? And no man has ascended up to heaven 
but he that came down from heaven, even the son of man which is in heaven. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the son of man be lifted up. He listened in verse 14, verse 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, 14. As Moses was lifted, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so, so, so when I say, when I say 10 souls, 10 souls, this is where, this is where, this is where your message begins. 10 souls, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the son of man be lifted up. So now in your life, Christ, Christ must be elevated. Jesus must be elevated. Whoever you meet, whoever you interact with, you lift up Jesus like Moses lifted up the serpent as a symbol of healing in the wilderness. He lifted up the serpent as a symbol of healing. That there's healing, there's healing, there's healing, there's healing. So the son of man, when, when, you, when you, anybody who meets you or interacts with you, shouldn't feel your desperation and your poverty and your failures and your needs and your cries. Must feel them know that you have experienced Christ. You have Christ. You have God. You are saved. You are born again. And no matter who they are, no matter how great and mighty they are, they should know that they need Jesus. They need Jesus. May you never compromise. So, must the son of man be lifted up. Verse 15. That whosoever believeth in him. Can you see now? There are no exams. There's no test. It's not writing engineering exams and becoming an engineer. Writing exams on architecture and becoming an architect. Writing exams on accounts and becoming an accountant. Writing, exam, writing exams on law and becoming a lawyer. No, no, no. See, now it's issues of the heart. Issues of the spirit. He, so, so he that believeth, when you believe, whosoever believeth, should not perish, but have eternal life. Eternal life. Eternal life. That's verse 15. Is it verse 15? So verse 16 says that. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. This is the beginning of my message today. But I've run out of time. So we have to continue. This, this is the title of my message today. John 3.16. But I needed, you, I needed to walk you to John 3.16 so you will, you will know what John 3.16 is saying. Do you understand what it is saying? Why, why did God love the world? Why did he give his only begotten son? Why is it that none should perish? And why everlasting life? Wow. See you in the coming weeks on John 3.16. <laughs> the coming weeks, John 3.16. This, this is it. This is where it starts from. It's the spirit. It's the spirit. That is a he that believeth. Not he that passeth. Not he that, not, not he that goes through the regime. Not he that is successful. He that believeth 
He that believeth. You've got to believe. You've got to believe. You've got to accept it. You've got to believe. You have to believe. No he that knoweth about it. No he that understandeth it. He that believeth. He that believeth. He that believeth. Look, when you believe in something, you have the conviction. Nobody can just walk to you. Nobody can just walk to you with a bald head and black beard and tell you nonsense. Nobody can just walk to you like that. Agents of Satan. How do I know they're agents of Satan? By their fruits, you know them. Who plucks you out of church? Who plucks you out of Christ? Who plucks you out of salvation? Who is the person working for? Then verse 17 says that. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world. But that the world through him might be saved. You see, these, these are the words of Christians and born again people. So, the existence of Christ is not to condemn you. Your day of condemnation hasn't come yet. Judgment hasn't come yet. There's rather hope for you. There's hope for you. There's hope for somebody like you to be born again. So he didn't send him to condemn, but that rather through him, the world will be saved. The world will be saved. Then verse 18, he says that, he that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. He said, now we are separating the sheep from the goat. Those who told you that they are believers, ask them, ask them, ask them this. This is, I'm expecting salvation, ask them this. Believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. Ask them this question. Ask them this question. If they say, yes, I've believed in Jesus, the only son, Jesus, then they are saved. Then they are saved and they are safe. If they start questions and arguments, then go back to John chapter 3 and verse 3. Then start from there. Then you have to start the discussion from there. It's, it's, not, it's not about what you believe. It's not about you believe in this, I believe. It's not about no, 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 no. It's not that you believe in this and I believe in this. Only begotten son. Only begotten son. Only begotten son. Only begotten son. Let me close by reading to you Acts chapter 4 and verse 12. Sorry you didn't have points today, but I needed to bring you to John 3, 16. chapter 4 verse 12 says that neither is there salvation in any other for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved there are names there's Roger there's Benjamin there's Bernard there's Edward there's James there's Richard, there's Tuliswa, there's Jonathan, there's um, Belinda. 
There are names under heaven. That's names under heaven is on earth. There are names that have been given. There are names. There are names. Different names. Different names from different cultures that have been given. Do you believe in the Bible? Okay. It says that there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. There's only one name. There's only one name. That name is Jesus. Whereby we must be saved. It's not two names. It's not you chose this route and I chose this. It's not I was born to Ghanaian parents, you were born to Jamaican parents. That is flesh. That is flesh. You're having flesh discussions. Now we are talking about born of the spirit. It's not you have English parents, I have African parents. It's not you have Asian parents, I have uh, Caribbean parents. That is flesh when it gets to the spirit. Regardless of who you are and your background, there's only one name given amongst men under heaven whereby you can be saved. Only one. And that name is Jesus Christ. Without Jesus, there's no salvation. No Jesus, no life. I think there's a song like that. No Jesus, no life. No Jesus, no life. So you see, you can be in church, but you haven't understood your salvation. You can be in church, but you don't, you don't even know who you are. That's when, that's when you feel that. That's, that's when you feel like, it's like, okay, so this one is okay. It says that we are different. It is, we are not, it's not like you have Congolese parents and I have uh, uh, Zimbabwean parents. That is not the discussion. That is not the discussion. That is not what my Bible says. That is not what my Bible tells me. My Bible tells me, neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven that is on earth given among men whereby we must be saved. I'll see you next time on John 3.16. Stand to your feet. Yeah. No other name, oh. no other name, also. No other name, no other name, no other name. No other name. Let's, let's stop the joke. Let's stop the playing. No other name. Be confident when you, you go witness it. Be confident, be solid that there is no... Believe what the Bible has told you. Not what pastor said in church. Did we read it from the Bible? Yes. I'm not reading it from my personal Bible. Somebody is putting it here for us to read Check your Bible. If Acts 4.12 is there, be confident. This is what the Bible says. That there is no other name. 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 So, what is it? so do you people, do you believe that you are the only people who know the way? The answer is yes. The answer is not maybe. The answer is yes. Because there is no other name. There is no other name. If your mom doesn't believe in Jesus, I mean, your mom is not saved. I'm sorry to say it. If your dad doesn't believe in Jesus, it means your dad is not saved. I'm telling you, that's what it means. That is what it actually means. Know how kind they are. They are kind. They are nice. They are sweet. 
Good attitude, good personalities, soft-spoken, rich, wealthy, liberal, everything. But there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. They have to believe in Jesus. You have to believe in Jesus to be saved. You have to believe in Jesus. You have to. You've got to believe in Jesus. Just pray for your ten souls for one minute. Ask God. Ask him. But I would say, let's ask the, 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 the Lord of the harvest. Let's ask him for the ten souls. Let's ask him that, Lord, use me. Give yourself today to him. That's your prayer for today. The Lord, use me. Use me. That for the next, the next few months, Lord, may I see ten souls that are arranged in the church. That I shall have ten souls, ten people that are saved, ten that are saved. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Save me, Lord. Give me strength. Anoint me, Lord. Pray. Pray that God will anoint you. God will strengthen you. God will help you. God will help you. God will help you. God. God. God, and you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be witnesses. Pray that that power, that power shall be real in you. That power shall be real, real, real on your life to see souls converted. Ask God for the harvest. Ask him that you shall harvest 10 souls. You shall harvest. You will have it. You will see it practically in your life. Ask him to anoint you, to anoint you, to lead them people to Christ, ten people to salvation, ten people to heaven. Oh God, oh God, use us, Lord. Use us, Lord. Work in us, Lord. Work in us, Lord. Work in us, Lord. Work in us, Lord. Work through us, Lord. Use us, oh God. Use us, oh God, to your glory. To your glory. To your glory. To your glory, to your glory, to your glory, to your glory, to your glory. Soften the hearts of men. Soften the hearts of people, Lord. Soften the harvest, Lord. Cause the harvest to be ripe, Lord. Wherever we go, guide us to ripe harvest, Lord. That we may harvest. That we may harvest, Lord. That we may harvest, Lord. Soften the hearts, Lord. Touch the hearts, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your power. For your power. That shall guide us for many to be saved. For many to be saved. For many to be saved. For many to know you, Lord. For our friends, our loved ones, our neighbors, people we meet, our work colleagues, our school colleagues, that they'll be saved, Lord. That they'll be saved, oh God. That they'll be saved, oh God. That they will be saved, oh God. Oh, Mashem, the Laba Diba, Laba Jida, Laba Diba, Kaba, Laba Handa, Laba Haba Yaba. Let be a let be a ghost, let be a tema, let be a daughter, let be a kiba, let be a go sam the labia deba, sam the labia diba, kaba laba handa laba haba yaba, let be a dosiam de lebra diba, sham the labra diba kapa. Thank you, Lord, for salvation. Thank you for salvation. Let there be salvation in your church, Lord. Let there be salvation through your church, Lord. Through your church, Lord. Through your church, Lord. Through your church, oh God. Through us, oh God. Through us, oh God. 
through us, O oh God. We avail ourselves today. We give ourselves to you today, Lord, that you use us, Lord, for many to be saved, for hundreds to be saved, for hundreds to be saved, for many to find you, for many to know you, for many, O oh God, to be saved. Oh God, oh God, thank you. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for your blessing. Father, thank you for this blessed opportunity to be in your presence. We ask, Lord, for the power of your spirit. We ask, oh God, as your word guides us, Father, may we lead many to you. Your word declares that he that winneth souls is wise, oh God. Father, let the power of your spirit lead us to the harvest, the ripe harvest, Lord. Let everyone here, Lord, in the next few months be anointed, Lord, to lead ten souls to you, O oh God. Ten souls to you, O oh God. Ten souls to heaven, O oh God. Thank you, Father, for your blessing. And thank you for answered prayer. And thank you for your help, Lord. Thank you that we shall be fruitful. And we shall see the fruits. Many shall escape hell. Because you've chosen us to use us, Lord. To use us, Lord. Thank you for the souls of the souls that you use us to deliver and save from hell. Thank you, Father, for your blessing. And thank you for your help. Thank you for understanding that has come to us today. Understanding of salvation and understanding of Christianity and understanding of being born again and being saved. Thank you, Father, for that understanding and for that blessing. In the name of Jesus. Now, while every eye is closed, every single eye closed, every head bowed, you are here this afternoon. Maybe somebody invited you to church. But you are so blessed to have come to church on a good day, on a good time, to understand why you need Jesus. Why you need to run from hellfire. Why you need to run from every other way and surrender your life to Jesus. Perhaps you've even been going to church somewhere or even here you've been coming to church. But deep in your heart you can tell that you are not sure whether you are saved or not. Maybe you've fallen away from God and today you want to come back to him. Or maybe you've never given your life to Jesus. But today, you want to say that, Pastor, pray with me. I want to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Knowing that there is no other name given under heaven and amongst men whereby a man can be saved. I need Jesus in my life. While every eye, while every eye is closed and every head is bowed, you'll say, Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life today. I need to be saved. I need to be born again. I want Jesus. I don't want to go to hell when I die. If you're here like that, just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. Wherever you are, very quickly, just your right hand. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. I need Jesus. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. Just your right hand. God bless you. Just your right hand. Pastor, pray with me. While every eye is closed, every head is bowed. I need Jesus today. I need to be saved. I need Jesus in my life. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. And I'll pray with you. God bless you. If you have your hand lifted up, God bless you. You also want to join in. Want to join in and say, Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. I want Jesus in my heart. I want Jesus in my life. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. God bless you. If you have your hand lifted up, I want you to do one more thing for me. I want you to come to me right here in the front. Come. Come out of your seat. You have your hand lifted up. Come. Maybe you didn't lift up your hand, but you want to give your life to Jesus. You can also come. Come and join us. Be sure of your salvation. Be sure today. Come. Come. Be sure of salvation today. Come. 
come all the way from wherever you are wherever you are you want Jesus you want Jesus come maybe the person is your friend you want to help the person to come forward right now come right now let's do it quickly come to Jesus you need Jesus. Let's sing it. I'm waiting for you as we sing. Just, Just as I am. Yes. I'm waiting for you. Come as we sing. What shed? What shed for me? Yes. Keep coming. Don't be shy. It's your soul. I'm bargaining for your soul. Yes. Of God. Yes, Lord. I come. I come. I come. You want to come? I'm waiting for you. I'm singing one more time. Just as yes, I just am as I am. One oh, Jesus. Close your eyes, everybody. Let's say this prayer together. Especially those of you in front. It is your prayer. It's your salvation. Your commitment today. Whole church, join us as we say this prayer together. Say with me, say, Heavenly Father. Everybody say, say, Heavenly Father. I come to you today. Just as I am. Please forgive me. Of all my sins and of all my mistakes say Lord Jesus I believe you died for me and you rose up on the third day please come into my heart please come into my life be the Lord of my life say from today I will serve you I will obey you I will follow you please help me to be a good Christian please help me to be a Christian so thank you father for accepting me today and for making me a child of yours in Jesus name in Jesus name amen father I pray for these ones bless them establish them Please keep them. Please keep them in your house. Keep them in your church. Keep them in the fellowship. And keep them, oh Lord, in the faith above all. Let them believe in you till their dying day. May they believe in Jesus. May this day, may they never lose this treasure that they have found today. Thank you, Father, for salvation. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for kindness that you have shown them today. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Say amen. amen. God bless you. Congratulations. It's a good day. Congratulations. It's a good day for you. Congratulations. It's your best day in life. You'll never forget today. Congratulations. It's a good day. It's a good day. Congratulations. God bless you. 
congratulations god bless you it's a good day please receive these gifts god bless you god bless you god bless you i feel you came to church on the best day of the year the best day of the year god bless you and you may go back to your seats see you next sunday with your 10 souls you've been enrolled into the army god bless you brothers sisters we're about to receive we communion now we are 100% saved Sons. Sons of God, hear his holy word. Sing along Gather as you have been served. You're singing. Eat his body. Yes. And we'll sing a song of love. Alleluia. 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 Brothers, sisters. Brothers, sisters, we are one. Everyone here that partakes of your body and your blood be a blessed child. Let that life become blessed. Let that life become watered. Let that life experience good things, Lord. Whatever has haunted them, whatever has disturbed them, whatever has disturbed their peace and troubled their peace, I cast that thing today in Jesus name I declare that thing dies today in Jesus name I declare that power and force dies today in Jesus name Lord may the eating and the drinking of your body and your blood establish peace in their lives may it wipe away their tears may it give them sleep may it give them comfort may it give them peace may it give them answered prayers oh God may that devil be permanently paralyzed in Jesus name oh God thank you for promotion thank you for promotion 
thank you for the spirit of promotion and the grace of promotion that rests on your people the next news they hear the next call they receive the next letter they receive the next email they receive maybe one of promotion lord maybe one of promotion lord maybe one for promotion lord i block every form of failure i block every form of demotion i block every form of repeating i block it and i declare it shall not happen oh god the next message you receive shall be a message of promotion in jesus name in jesus name in jesus name thank you father for open door of favor and open door of blessing may they be favored in good places in high places for good things for blessed things for righteousness lord may they be favored and may they be blessed lord let strength come to the weak lord let the weak be made strong let the weak be made strong let the struggler receives the strength of the overcomer let the struggler receive the strength of the overcomer may you overcome everything you have struggled with in jesus name strength comes to you at the eating and the drinking of the lord's body and his blood every weakness is replaced with strength in jesus name thank you father thank you for your blessing thank you for the blessed time thank you for the healing of our bodies the healing of sicknesses and diseases and infirmities every sickness that has disturbed our bodies for years for months for days for weeks for hours for minutes i banish it in the name of jesus i speak to it and say go in the name of jesus go out of the body of the people of god in the name of jesus receive your healing today receive your healing receive healing receive healing the disease you have been known to have is out of your body today it shall no longer be associated with you after the eating and the drinking of the lord's body and his blood you shall no longer suffer from that disease in jesus name receive healing today receive healing today healing of every blood condition healing of every blood condition receive healing today in the name of jesus in the name of jesus thank you father for your great blessing amen where are those who came forward to give their life to Christ? Come, let's enjoy communion in the front together. Come, come by me, come. Those of you who just came forward to receive Jesus, come. Today is your special, today is your birthday. You are celebrating your birthday. This is birthday in the faith. Let's pray one more time. Father, we sanctify every bread and every wine we have, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for this blessed opportunity. We celebrate the victory you won for us on Calvary's cross. Thank you in this celebration. May every victory it represents 
be experienced in our lives practically in Jesus name Amen the Bible says that that day he took bread and he broke it and he said this is my body which is broken for you also he took the cup after he had supped and he said this is my blood in the New Testament which is shed for the remission of the sins of many drink ye all of it Jesus name today you have special bread your bread is different from the rest you have double bread what you have is blessed this one is also blessed take a piece it's your birthday wow you will never be the same again wow the people are very jealous of you you don't even know wow what a blessing what a blessing Lift your breads up. The body of Christ. The body of Jesus Christ. Eat all of it. You have your drinks? The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus Christ. Drink all of it. Father, thank you for victory that is sealed. Blessings that are sealed. Favor that is established in our lives. Thank you for your goodness. And thank you for your blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you. You may go back to your seats. You are blessed. And happy birthday.